Hey, everybody. Welcome to War of the Bay. I'm Kyle. I'm Anthony. Uh, man, we got a show. We got a whole show. There's so much to talk about. We're covering every sport. I've got a game. Uh, so let's see, you know, how's your week going? <laughs> it's been okay. It's been a pretty good week. How about yours? It's been up and down. I'll, I'll tell you that. Up and down I mean, week. There's, there's, been a, there's, there's been goods to this week. And there's been some bads to this week. Some head scratchers, uh, some loves, some hates. All of them revolving around all three teams. I think that this has been like a kind of a, a very um, active week in terms of news. You got players getting cut, players getting hurt, players getting awarded. Like we're covering, we're covering all the bases here, man. Oh, where do we start? We should have. We, maybe we should have discussed this before. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Do you want to start with Vassy? You want to just get it, out, just get, get it out? Get out the open. Yeah. So Andre Andre Vasilevsky hurt his foot in practice. Uh, early reports that it's a fracture. There hasn't been anything really confirmed or denied by the team yet. Besides that, he's hurt, but there's no timetable or what exactly the injury is. Um, this it's, was um, it's a pretty big blow. This was strange the way this came out because it some guy tweeted it just I don't know he's is he is he a big hockey beat yeah guy? Darren Dreger yeah yeah Darren Dreger reported it and everybody was kind of like uh, wait a minute yeah he what? got he reported it before any of the beat writers did which yeah. is all, which is weird usually and the strange thing is is I read what I'm reading in the paper is that he he practiced fine or it's, he didn't seem to be any issues practicing. He skated off the ice. He was seen walking around the, the, the facility with no limp or any injury or anything like that. Well, Deming said that he iced it after practice. Like, he iced his foot, mm. and he was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm good to go. And then the team was like, well, let's just look let's into this a little that. more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I sort of said this on Twitter, and I, I don't think it's time to panic. It's definitely time to worry. Like it's if you if you're worrying right now, I think that's valid because it certainly it 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 means it's a big blow to where how our season is going to ultimately shape up because we're not going to have one of the top goalies in the league playing in goal for us for at least three months. Or whatever um, they haven't set a time. Yeah, frame they, yet, they haven't even a set a, a time yeah. frame. I mean, best case, it's it's uh, you know six weeks, and maybe we see him before you know it's in sometime early January. Worst it's, case, it's, it's difficult when a goalie gets hurt because a, a goalie is an ex, is a position that you can't hide. Right. When a defenseman gets hurt, okay, we can some guys can pick up the slack. We can change up some pairings. We can change our style of play to compensate. When a forward gets hurt. Okay, someone can try to pick up the slack, or we can try to like pick up the slack as a group, or you know, and we can change our play style, mix lines to make it work. When a goalie gets hurt, it's like, well, I mean, there's nothing we can do to hide him. Like either Deming steps up, which he's been shaky tonight, but the we've been on the power, penalty kill a lot, or you know, then you're just gonna be you're just gonna have to outscore everybody until Vassy gets back, which is not always gonna work. And no, I, you know. It's it becomes a treading water scenario where you have to hope that Deming is solid enough that he can just keep you in games and hope the offense can win you the game and it just sucks, man. It, it sucks because the season was it started off really well. Vassy was playing at a high level like he was last year. It looked like everything was gonna fall in place, and now a little bit of a freak injury in practice apparently and. Now all of a sudden we're scrambling for a goalie. I mean, we called a couple guys up. We called one guy one up, guy yeah, up rather, and who wasn't performing that well in the minors. But 
I mean, they're going to ride Deming until the, until Vassy can get back and hope that he can hold it down. And if he can't, then you're going to have to hope one of the young guys steps up or we're in a lot of or trouble. Or go get a vet. Yeah. And then yeah. and then if that if that's the case, you're signing a free agent halfway through the year. There's a good chance they're a free agent for a reason. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, well, what's Prisgalov up to? <laughs> So we're going to be – if you don't have solid goaltending, it, it buries you, man. And you just have to hope that Deming, who was a starter in Arizona, has a lot of starting experience, has played a lot of games. You have to hope that he can just – maybe with more consistent playing time, he settles into more of a groove and he can just give you solid goalie numbers until Vasquez can get back. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the I, oh, here's the, I mean, here's the thing. Our defense was has been playing a lot better, but I think – that is because they know that they could be a little bit more aggressive because they have Vassy behind them that can bail them out if an odd man rush happens to happen. Um, but now they're gonna. It's we're gonna be <clears throat> playing a little bit more conservative style of defense, certainly because you you really don't you can't afford to have those odd rushes that, that you know you can't count. I, not, not nothing against Deming, but I don't that you can't count He's on it in the same way that you can Vasquez. He's not Vasilevsky. Deming makes good saves. Deming can be a good goalie, but. He's not Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky makes those world-class saves. He's. I mean, how, how many times have we seen Vasi bail us out for like five minutes, and it turns tight of the game because yep. in those five minutes they should have scored like two goals and they got nothing. Yeah, but the, I mean. Yeah. I, Oh, man, it's early. It's super early in the season, too. It's, yeah, but it's, it's early enough that we haven't built up enough of a point gap to be able to just tread water. You still have to go out and, and win consistently. They still need to build the bank of points. Yeah, you would have had to have done that anyways, right? Right, I mean, but regardless. it's harder to do without your sure elite goalie. Sure. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's going to be tough. I, I But I do th- – I do you – let me ask you this. Is, is this a type of t- – do you trust in the team to be able to, to compensate for this? I don't know, man. Losing our goalie is hard. We're a good team. We're, We're a very good team, good team. But that's a position that, I mean, that's a position that you can't hide, man. You can't really compensate for it unless unless Deming shows that he can. I mean, even if he just has like a nine ten save percentage, that's great. You know, it, it's just what's his. What are his? I, I we should have looked at his numbers right now. But he's only played like four games, right? So I, I'm hoping. My hope is that with more time in the groove, he'll find his his game because he was a starter in Arizona for a long time. He'll find his game and and just kind of get in a groove and just be consistent. Yeah. You know, if he falls apart like Budai did last year when when he played a couple games in a row. That's bad, man, because there is nobody behind him. Ingram and Pascal or whatever his name is, they're both young. I mean, and if you're going to go get a veteran, who knows? That's a fucking... That's a lottery ticket if I've ever seen one. You're going to sign a veteran goalie off the streets. Right. So, I mean, if the Bing really flops, you're probably going to see someone... They're probably just going to trade for somebody else's backup and hope that guy can hold down the fort. They got to do something, yeah. They're going to have to do something because if... I mean, like as I said before already, it's all on what Deming can do consistently as a starter, and he might be the starter for a while here. I mean, I don't know how what to what extent Vasilevsky's injured. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I looked it up. I I googled it. Like, what's what's the average time for a um, fractured foot? Fractured foot. Six to eight weeks was what Google said. So I said, okay, let's add. Let's just say ten weeks, just to be to be safe. 
So you're looking at January 24th. Yeah, that's what is that? Six weeks for someone who works in an office? Or <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you got to well, be. No, I mean, think about think about it this way. That's six weeks for your average Joe. This is Vasilevsky who's going to have world class guys not only caring and training for him, but you know, looking after his his little footsies. I mean, you, we I think we do we do have a good medical training staff look at what's look look at uh the way that they've rehabbed stamkos and through yeah. a multitude of injuries and so i have i have complete faith in the in the staff to to bring him back and bring him back sooner rather than later but it's going to be it's going to be interesting the next couple of days are going to be real interesting he he's gone back to tampa now to get a second opinion on his foot so that's going to tell us a couple of things like number one it's okay is it going to require surgery or is it going to just be a rice thing where he's got to just rest it, put it on a cask, keep it elevated, you know, slowly rehab it? Or does it, do they need to go in there to repair something? If they have to go in to repair, you're looking at a long time. Um, and if you want my honest opinion, I think you don't go get a second opinion unless that option is like... Unless the first opinion wasn't good. Right. So... Yeah. Um, I that's think usually why people get second opinion, second opinions is like okay like look at Des Bryant, he fucking tore his Achilles. Right. The Saints were like, listen, you tore your Achilles. And he's like, well, I'll go get a second opinion. It's like no, you still tore it. You still tore your Achilles. Like it's, it's not. This isn't necessarily a okay. We're uh, like he's gonna go see Doctor James Andrews kind of situation where right. you know they're fucked, but it's still it's uh, kind of the way. The, the way this is being handled through the media and the team, it doesn't really seem like it's a good because it's so very hush hush. You know, you, it, if the team knew something good, they would come out with it right away. Um, but they're being very reserved with it. When that, that to me, that doesn't mean a guy. I could, I could be completely wrong on this. I mean, look at what's when Stambills got hurt two years ago against the Red Wings, and it took like a week for anybody from the team to say anything about like all they said was he was hurt. But no one wanted to say that he had tore up his knee. Right. Like, we all knew it because we saw the clip. We saw how he reacted. We, yeah. we saw the team was cha- like handling it, but no one said anything. Yeah. It's Until like a week later, they're like, Stan Coast was out four to six months or whatever it was. So like, It's like uh, Quan Alexander a few weeks ago where we right. all knew he tore his ACL. We all knew but he fucking destroyed his yeah. ACL and no one said anything. Yeah. So. Um, I don't think... I mean, look, the guy was walking around. He went up there to practice. I don't think... That's that's your good sign, right? I mean, it, it it didn't appear that it was hurting him too bad, and maybe they're just being overly cautious with him and 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 pulling him out indefinitely makes it sound so doom and gloom, right? But that, right. all John Cooper is saying is we don't know anything yet because right. we don't. We I mean he's just out indefinitely. That could mean a, a few a weeks. A number of things, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this now if the let's say Deming holds down the fort, the team plays over 500 hockey they lock themselves into a good spot in the standings and, and everything's fine then all of a sudden this turns a situation where you have a rest rested vessel boom i was coming in for the stretch run yes. in the playoffs yes so if that happens then maybe this is sort of a blessing in a the blessing way. in the skies right <laughs> i'd I hope that happens because if you can get a fresh Vasilevsky for the last stretch run of the season and then the playoffs, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, let's let's. I think I think that's our best case. Let's hope for that. I mean, let's yeah. let's be optimistic here. I think I do think we have a. Uh, I mean, this is why they brought back Deming exactly for this kind of situation. A guy who has starting experience, a guy who's 
showing that he can do it. Yeah, he flamed out in Arizona, but Arizona was a, gar- a garbage fire when he was there. So, but show me it's show me a team that hasn't won a Stanley Cup or that has won a Stanley Cup that hasn't gone through that hasn't or something an like injury. that. Yeah, like you got yeah. it. It's just gonna happen. It's but it's nature of the game. It's a physical game. It's just, I mean, this was the 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 whole uh, you know this this whole first month of the season uh, is all I've been kind of thinking is like, man, just stay healthy. And it it's not gonna it just doesn't happen. It's just that's just the nature of the game. So it sucks that it had to be such a high pro- profile position, right? As a, as your goalie, but I really think we can. I think Domingue can rally. I really think as a team we can. They can rally around him, and I think you're gonna see. Like I said before, play style is gonna change a little bit, and that's gonna affect where we're gonna be long term. It's certainly when it comes to playoff positioning and everything like that, that's not going to be ideal. Okay, that's fine. I mean, we saw how important seeding was last year because mm-hmm. we got got the Devils in the first round. Meanwhile, the the fucking Maple Leafs and the Bruins are beating the shit out of each other. Right. By the time Boston got to us, they were beat. They were beat to beat to hell. Beat to hell. Took it to them from there. So seeding is important. There's no doubt. So. Well, it, it, I mean, that might mean that if we it make the playoffs, then we're going to have to do it the hard way. Yeah. Which it's, I mean, it's, it's always the hard way. Yeah, right. It's There's hockey. no easy way to the cup, yeah. cup as we've seen. So. The older I get, the more I'm like, there's no easy way. It's no. it's like, oh, we got this team in the... In the no, it's not easy, though. I you mean, know? if we made it easier, the Devils series was still a hard series. It's not like we just dominated Oh, yeah, I wanted to kill to myself so I mean, we won that series like 4-1. And we and it felt like it was going to a game seven, like. Uh, dude, when they took when they took a uh, game was it three, where Brian took, Boyle was like uh, laughing and and uh, uh, I forget whose face he was laughing in like the, the. No, they took game four. Was it four? I think we had a chance to close them out and they didn't. They didn't. Sergachev, he was yeah. laughing in Sergachev's face as he was trying, like he was getting all pissed. I was like, God damn it, they they they're they're gonna get us, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But and we, then we, we took them out of home. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Bad times. Bad times. Right now. That's some fucking goalie injuries, man. Yeah. Bishop in the cup final, now Bassey. Uh, well, see, it happened at the right time, really. Yeah. This is, it would have been sucked if we were about to go into, like, game You say, what if it was March? Yeah. It, March and this happens, and you're like, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Bishop got hurt twice in Keys. Going to the Montreal series. Yeah, they had to throw Limbeck into the fire. Then he got hurt. Then they had to put in Guslaskis. What is where's Limbeck up to now? Is he still he, in Dallas? He let a, he got let go by us. He signed with Dallas. Dallas let him go. He went back to Nashville where he started his career. He was the backup oh, there good. for a little bit, good, good. and then they let him go. I think he's back in Sweden. Mm. Anders. I put on Twitter today like someone should put in the Anders signal. May, I mean, maybe, maybe he'll, he'll totally leave from a Swedish team. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I mean, there's there's a relationship with uh, with um, who knows, or uh, what? Whatever happened to the the that Finnish guy that uh, played that ridiculous game against in the Olympics? Christers, Gudleskis, Gudleskis. Yeah, yeah, he Where he just he couldn't stick. I mean, he he, know, he didn't play that well in the AHL, and then I think another I think. Maybe Montreal picked him up and put him in the minors, and he uh, just he just couldn't stick. He's one of those. See, that's that's one of those. He things. probably peaked against that game in Canada. Uh, to be that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> this, this, that, that kind of stuff like happens in the NFL sometimes, where like this guy has an unbelievable game, and everyone's like, "Holy shit, yeah. he's the next whatever." And just well, what happened? No, he was for us, and then Vasilevsky came along because we drafted Vasilevsky in the first round, and when he finally came over from the KHL, ah. Uh-huh. 
and came into the minors, it was him and Christers, and he and Vasilevsky being the goalie that he is, he just outdueled him. Wow. And basically passed him in the organizational. That's, that's right. I was I didn't I didn't pay much attention to that, but I was like, well. So that Syracuse I, team was fucking stacked. I, I thought the Kirsters. Cur- I was like, I was like, oh, this is gonna be our next guy. And then suddenly Vassy's got like, oh, what? Who? Oh, okay. Well, the thing was, it's always the Russian factor because you have to get them to come over after you draft them. And but Vassy was always adamant about wanting to play in the NHL, so it was easy to get him to come mm. over. But guys like Kucherov Gusev, and, oh. Nikita Gusev, who was Kucherov's like line mate, and we just couldn't get him to come over. That's why they ended up trading him to Vegas. Mm. And in Vegas hasn't been able to get him to come over either. Sometimes those guys are just happy in yeah. the KHL. I play in Russia. Yeah. Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Yeah. I remember when they did the uh, lockout, those guys, everybody went over to Russia and played. It was kind of weird seeing, like, uh... Yeah, Patrick Kane was over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Got to make money somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Teammate, former teammates playing against each other. Those Dude. guys would go over in groups. I, like, a couple guys would go to... Like play for the same team and just dominate over there. <laughs> Hockey's like that. Maybe baseball that would happen, but like, could you see like a football lockout? The football players going somewhere, they'd be like, "Fuck." Where you. would they go? Arena? No, they're they, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I'd see that. I'm playing the NFL or fuck yourself. Can you imagine a guy like Julio Jones in the Arena Football League just yeah. like running past guys, oh my God. like tryouts. Yeah. So <laughs> he breaks oh. records like in three weeks, like fucking like Khalil Mack, <laughs> <laughs> just like pushing guys over. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. Yeah. Boom. He's just doing it all. What would be what would be more um, more devastating to like uh, play against? Would it be like a, a, a ridiculous Mike defensive with aluminum bat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think that my baseball's a failure game. I think Mike Trout would. I, no, he he would destroy. Yeah. Who am I kidding? Dude, if you put Mike, I want to let's put Mike Trout with aluminum bat. Just give him like one game with aluminum bat. See what he can do. Yeah. Well, but the, the, the argument against that is always, it's way more dangerous when you play with aluminum. Is it really? Oh, because yeah, because the ball comes off the yeah. fucking bat like a. F- <laughs> yeah. Well, Bryce Harper, I think they uh, do it in college because those kid, those they're just kids and they're they're kids, you know, kids, no, they're not, and young they're adults. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of them are like the the average amount of home runs in college is like fifteen. Oh, okay. like that's like yeah. leading the fucking NCAA in homers. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's that's pretty okay in the majors too, you know. No, oh, but oh, I mean leading, like leading, leading, yeah. Leading. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's like a fifteen home run guy in the Rays. <laughs> it, there's uh, what I'm saying is it's not the best of the best in college. There's like 130 <laughs> teams or whatever. You can give a lot of those guys a little bit of bats. That's fine. Um, but if you get if you give like Albert Pujols in his prime an aluminum bat, he's gonna be hitting balls at the top of the scoreboard. Fuck yeah, like, yeah. let's do it. Let's just slow, slow pitch softball the whole thing. And every, if everybody <laughs> wants offense, and there you go, let's go. I guess we're already on the subject of baseball, so might as well talk about Blake Snell winning the Cy Young, American League Cy Young. Hey, hey, hey he's gone. He's wrong. He, he doesn't. He's not under contract yet, so we're fucking fucked. Yeah, we're fucked. He's Goodbye, gone. Blake yeah. Snell. <laughs> Say hello to arbitration for two years, then he's fucking out of here. He's going to God, big Vegas or whatever. I don't know who's who's got a team. It's Boston probably. Oh, shut up! Shut your mouth. Boston, yeah, Boston. That's what'll happen. Him, we'll, we'll trade. We'll it's trade. Boston, him. the Yankees, or fucking I don't know. Name some NL team that has money. We'll <laughs> trade them before then. It'll be fine unless we. They, they, well, we got a little bit of money to play with this off season. Maybe we try to get them a. a, a Apparently, a we're going to be uh, players for That's some what guys. I hear. Yeah, we're looking for a solid first baseman. Catcher. I've heard Nelson Cruz's uh, catcher. We just brought in um, 
this the guy I fucking already forgot his name Zarino Zanino from uh, the Mariners the Mariners yeah uh, he's a gr- he's a really good his his offensive numbers he's aren't a power great. hitter yeah he's more if he's he's kind of if an he can bring his average just to like two fifty well his, his <laughs> what they call the slash numbers. They're 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 pretty solid, but he it's, was a really good hitter at UF. He's a really fucking good catcher, though. That's the thing, and he's Which good with nice young pitchers. Very good with young pitchers. And then the, this uh, Guillermo. I think we're gonna uh, end up signing Josh Donaldson. That'd be interesting. As like, I think it's like a one-year prove that you can do this kind of deal or whatever. I, I see us going after Nelson Cruz. That'd actually. be fucking great. It'd be, yeah. it'd be nice to have a real power bat in the lineup. He's old, but uh, he's, he's still, still got a few years. Yeah, yeah. We're looking. And he's not going to want more than like two or three years, probably. That's right. And I think I think you see the Rays trade one of their infielders, either Matt Duffy or Daniel Robertson. Who would you trade? I meant. Sh- fuck. I think Robertson's got more potential than Duffy. Robertson can play. He Robertson can play all over the field. I kind of know what Duffy is. He's an average hitter who doesn't hit for any power. He's <sighs> a good like top Duffy. of the lineup guy. He's good over there. He's good. I, I like him at third. Then I like him to. I like. He's able to get on base easily. I, Let's bring I, back Evan Longoria. I could see that happening. <laughs> I could see the Giants offloading him too this year. Because the Giants he was were, not good for them. No, they're they're kind of they're, they're and now we they got that all that salary. Coming. Yeah, like you could see the decline for years. It was just a steady decline in his numbers. Then he had like a power surge a couple of years ago. Yeah. Then it just dropped right back down. He's I'd a, love to see he's him. Come a, back. He's still a solid player, but he's not the Longo that. I don't think Longoria ever turned out to be the guy we thought he was. No, nev- definitely not. Yeah, he had, I think it was like oh, he was definitely a good player for us. But like, there was a year. I think I want to say 2010 or 11. He started out like fucking dominating, right? Got, and then he got injured. He made and the All Star team that year. Um, he might have. I, there was just one year where he came out red hot, awesome looking. He and then he got hurt, and then he was kind of never the same for, uh, after that. It was that no, plantar yeah, fasciitis. Yeah, that foot injury. He was man. never really the same after all that. No, he was not the. He the, had a hole. He had some holes in his swing too. Like oh, absolutely. That like, yeah. inside, that inside, um, that down and in pitch. He would always go after every time. I was like, fucking goddamn it, Longo. But he's he would get fooled by that all the time. And there's a there's a few guys that have come through that we thought were going to be so like Will Myers. He had a great rookie season, and then he never turned out to be the guy we thought he was going to be. He had a yeah, dude. That Boston game broke him. It, it really broke did him. break him. Yeah. yeah. He was never the same. Moving him to San Diego was probably the best thing for him because that they're so off the map. Yeah. That he could just go over there and play baseball and just not it, worry about anything. He, he had a couple of – he had like a good year there. They moved him to the first, and then he did well. I say that like we're a big market. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. Oh, we're Tampa. Hey, we got we got one – we didn't talk about this. Kevin Cash finished third in uh, manager of the year voting, which is kind of – Alex Cora finished ahead of him. It's for number two, out, out, really, Alex Cora. That managing one of the most stacked tough. baseball teams must have been ever. tough to set that lineup every Mookie night. Betts, J.D. Yeah. Martinez, oh, who Chris Sale, David Price, Craig Kimbrell. <laughs> he had to, de- yeah, he had to decide. Jackie Bradley Jr. What ridiculous player to roll out there yeah. every night. Raphael Devers. Yeah. Fucking. They fucking coasted to a World Series. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Yeah. <laughs> he was just he was setting the goddamn lineup. It didn't matter. I could have done it. I could have managed them. <laughs> Oh, dude, good job, boys. Yeah, Way to win a hundred fucking fifty thousand games. <laughs> no chicken and beer in the, the the dugout, I guess. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was the Terry Francona thing. Stupid Red Sox. So, but good good for Blake Snell. If if he didn't win, I was gonna fucking lose my mind. Oh, I was waiting for that shit storm if like 
Verlander wanted or some shit like that. Yeah. Then everybody found my old tweets on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, tell, I was like, get this fucking bum off my team. <laughs> two thousand, Turkey, two thousand seventeen. Which damn you, two thousand seventeen, Kyle. He damn was, you. He was terrible that year. He was so bad. It was like, it was no, like he was. He was bad. going through his rookie things. Yeah. I mean, sec- was it sixteen? Well, it was the second year. Yeah. Up? Yeah. Sixteen. He, he was good. going through those growing pains mm-hmm. and. And Jim Hickey was still the pitching coach, and we brought in it. We brought in, what's his name? I can't remember his name now. Our pitching coach. Yeah. Regardless, we brought in a guy who who was good with working oh, with lanky pitchers. Jesus Christ, Eric uh, something. Shall no. Guy that's good with working with lanky pitchers. Yeah, that guy. God no, we're not even we're not even over with the show. You're already in here. <sighs> yeah. Uh, he did, and then he did well for snow. I don't know. I, I, there was there he there was an article about um, how he helped develop him into the pitcher that he is now, and uh, didn't read it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> how do you like that? Suck my dick. Okay. What do you what? What do you think I'm gonna t- tell you everything here? Okay. I almost added Mark Topkin in that tweet you had today about. Your, yes. All you want for Christmas? Yes. But I don't want to get blocked too. So oh, I know he just came out with a book, Twenty Years of Rays Baseball. Can we? Can Can does everybody? He, does, he, does he talk about you in there? Like I blocked this fucking asshole. He should. Yeah. He should just. The addendum should just be people he's blocked on Twitter, and I so I can highlight my name in there. And be like, ah, that's me. Why did you do it? <coughs> Is Pete Abraham really that good of a friend of yours that you had to block me on his behalf? I was going to tell you to change your AVI to a Joe Madden picture. Maybe he'll unblock Actually, you. Actually, that might have been why he did. He might have found out that I was the one that, that made the troll account for him. Oh, yeah. Called <laughs> Joe... Uh, uh, Joe, or what is it? Um, TV Times. TV or, Times Cubs yeah, or something. Yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't imagine why he blocked you guys. Uh, there was we we've had we've had some bumps in the road. He was I, like, this motherfucker's gonna have to get his news from Steve Carney. I just like, uh, Steve Carney, like, God damn it! <laughs> he doesn't even break the news. You're he always just, like an hour. Like you came on the funniest thing is too. You came on Twitter and after an hour after the the fucking uh, award had been news, announced, yeah. and you were like, oh shit, Blake's no one. Yeah. And it's like yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Kyle doesn't follow more talking. More talking followed. Okay, if you're if not if you're not following Rick Stroud for the Tampa Bay Times, you don't get your Bucks news. If you don't follow Mark Tompkin, then you don't get your Rays news. So you you're you're fucked. Who? Uh, but especially with the Rays, because like you could find any source for Bucks news, right? Adam Schefter. There's a lot of guys doing lightning yeah, news. Nobody too. gives a shit about the Rays. It's Mark Tompkin or it's nothing. Nothing. Bro, Neil Solon. No, fuck Neil Solon. <laughs> he just oh pictures of your kids. Great. Fucking. Tell, I, don't, I just want to know who won the Cy Young. Where would Verlander finish? Look at this shit. Unblock me, Mark. This is ridiculous. What did I do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> yes, you did. I didn't do shit. You made a parody account. No, he, he doesn't need to know that was me. Who you told just him? Said it was. Which one of you motherfuckers <laughs> told him? <laughs> 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 I'm fucking dying over here. I got, we got, let's move on. We got a game to play tonight so that we can, um. Oh, do we? Yeah, we do. Uh, a game that only I can play. <laughs> Actually, it's a game that you probably will, are going to hate, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, let's, let's talk about this, uh, this Bucks game here. I didn't watch. I was working. Good. What you missed was some, some. I heard it was awful. <laughs> classic Bucks, Bucks game. I heard they had all the chances in the world, and they blew every single one of them. Five chances in the world, and they, they, yeah, blew every single one of them by virtue of a, uh, of a red zone turnover, which is totally crazy. And here's the thing 
that I've seen a lot this week, and and I agree with it to an extent. But the like Dirk Cutter's gotten a lot of shit in the media for taking the play calling back from Todd Munkin, and it's like, well, why did you take it back? It was never a problem. I get why he took it back because the team was floundering. You're getting desperate as a co- as a head coach. You got to do something. He knows he's on the hot seat. He knows it. Every t- Todd Munkin even came out today when he t- when he talked about um, uh, why Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting. He's like, well, it's it, he gives us the best chance not to get fired. Is essentially what he said. And it's like, holy shit. I guess yeah. They're they all so they clearly they all, all know. know that they're of course that they know it's <laughs> the, their their time is the the clock is ticking super loudly in one buck place right now. So you know. Uh, Dirk Cutter, knowing that, try, is going to try to do something to to change it up. Try to t- take the reins of the team and, and look. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to win this goddamn motherfucking game here. And I don't think he he called a bad game. I really don't. I think I think there was. I think we're just a poorly coached football team. <laughs> yeah, they they the, the first drive of the game, they ex- they they win the toss and they accept the kick, which they don't, almost never do. The, they they usually defer. Dirk Cutter is like, oh well, when you defer, you get two possessions at towards the end of the game, and you get the you know, burp, burp, burp. yeah, whatever. But we 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 drive right down the field, and uh, I thought Dirk Cutter called a great play where he he calls a, a pass to um, I don't know some fucking scrub ass running back that that you know who Quiz was Rogers? No, not your Quiz Rogers. I some guy's name something Wilson. Um, who was who Sean was Wilson? It was Sean Wilson. Who was open on the play? He came out of the he came out from the backfield and, and and ran a great route. He was open along the end zone. I thought he ran a great route. I mean, it was a good it was a good play call because right there in that situation, you think who's it going to go to? Is it going to go to Deshaun Jackson or Jay Howard? Is it going to go to Mike Evans? No, they throw it to some dude. Ryan, Fitz, <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick just overthrows him completely and and throws an interception. It's like, well, f- fuck. <laughs> You know, I enjoy your recaps when I didn't watch because it's just like you just describe it in in the way my brain works, which is just fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, who 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 is this guy? What is he doing on the team? <laughs> but look, look, it was we're watching it right now. It was a good call. The guy was open. He just way over. He just overthrew it. So, <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> was, <laughs> that was one thing. The other thing too. As we're gonna, we we just watched it. Is is he he does a, he does this weird scramble thing where he throws a, a a forward lateral to Adam Humphreys. Your job is to throw the football. You can't. You, how do you fuck this up? You just you throw it out of bounds. Or why are you, what what are you doing? I get the I get it. I get. I but um. Chandler Cannonsaro misses a kick. They get so they get it back down <laughs> in the red zone again. They, the, the Redskins get a stop, and Cannonsaro misses a kick curse wide him, right. Curse Matt Bryant because that's his, yeah, curse Matt Bryant. That's his thing. Misses a kick wide right. Not Dirk Cutter's fault. We, if he makes that kick, that's a, that's you know we got stopped on that points. Point. It's points. Points on the fucking board. It should be it should be ten to ten to uh, uh, nothing right there. I've never seen a coach get. Undone by a kicker so often as to cut it as his I don't, dude. I don't know what it is, and like I think it's it's been said that maybe Ray J is a, a tough place to kick um, because the I know right. It's Tampa. who the fuck is that? There's a, there's a there's a there's a cool breeze blowing off the of Tampa Bay, and it's apparently it blows east to west. Yeah, dude, real tough place to kick is and as regards to like places like I don't know where it snows. 
where like Chicago, know. where it's fucking like gusting Listen, wind all the he time. Kicked it. He fuck. He was perfect in the extra points in New York. In New York, and he. What the, oh God, it's it, it is a curse. I like that's the thing I believe. It's it's I don't curse of Fitzpatrick. Be damned. This Matt Bryant curse is. You curse of Doug Williams. <laughs> yeah. But I, we don't have to go through each one of these red zone possessions. But basically, it's it's we, we couldn't execute. We either fumbled or missed kicks, and that's not Dirk Cutter's fault. That's our lack of execution. I don't well, think it, he... it sort of is because you know you gotta you gotta coach these guys. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, granted, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah they're not executing right. right. Yeah, it's, it's true. There's still some fault to fall under, but yeah, absolutely no. But yeah, missing kicks is not his fault. Well, that's why I still yeah. think I still think it's time to move on. I, I definitely think it's time to move on for Dirk Cutter, and, and those that are saying that, I think I totally agree. It's it, he's it's got we got to move on from him at this point because there's a couple of reasons why. John that. Gruden, man. <laughs> yeah, Coop. We're, I don't think we're there, right? I don't think we're at the the, the John Gruden. Bl- let's blow it all up. Point. Get up first round picks for everybody. Tony Dungeon. Tony Dungy coming out of retirement. Oh yeah, that'll be the next thing, right? That's what they're gonna say. Or just like resurrect some dead coach. But I, it's it, we had Anthony, we had we we had twenty nine first downs. I we have like five hundred yards total. Five hundred yards. We were six of ten on third down. <laughs> we were like that's, that's, that's those are great numbers, right? Wrong. How we would you be feeling right now if we lost a playoff game like this? Oh God, we did basically against the Giants, right? Didn't we basically do that? The same thing. No, we had like one good drive and then we fell yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeff Garcia just completely blew up, and uh, Eli Manning had his coming out party. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- 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 this is why I think Dirk Cutter and Jason Light need to be fired. It's number one, like this, 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 this roster is constructed so poorly, so man. poorly. This. All we heard all all off season was how how much havoc we were going to wreak on this defensive line. In fact, it, in fact, they made it their fucking slogan: wreak havoc. havoc. Yeah, Joe McCoy. Oh, we're wreaking havoc. All right. <laughs> you you turn on the radio. Joe McCoy's like, I. They call me soft. I've been in this league nine years. Don't get me started, man. You fucking he fucking blew on this game. Like he was going against he was going against a bunch of dudes that they hired off the street. He, was where was he? Nowhere. I mean, you could maybe he was hurt. He he had he had he's playing hurt I think, but still, Jason Pierre-Paul, Bo he Allen. He probably missed our window with Gerald. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's past he's his prime. Past his prime at this point. Yeah. Um, we, of course. I mean, look at Ndamukong Sue. Like Ndamukong is Ndamukong Sue like the the top tier player he is anymore? Of course not. Joe McCoy drafted the same to stay year. Consistent, man. Yeah, he's not. Um, I mean, it's too bad that the team has been a fucking dumpster fire when Gerald was worth anything, and they could never find an edge rusher, edge rusher to compliment him. They and couldn't, and it, that's that, that's all on Jason Light. That this like all Michael these Johnson, these no terrible fans, yeah. all these guys that we drafted and never, and not a single one of them, or drafted or signed free agency, and not a single one of them ever worked out. Right, Gerald never had a Simeon Rice. Right, no, no, never. He should have. Yeah. Well, he did actually. He it was his name was Michael Bennett, and we let him walk. Yeah. <laughs> um, toes on the line. Toes on the line, motherfucker. So it's that. But like, okay. Dirk, like, so this this game happens, and Ryan Fitzpatrick plays like shit, which he plays like a backup. We've talked about this. He's not a good quarterback. He's a backup. He had two good games, and we we you know we 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 were happy that he had those games. But I think I don't think we ever. Ex- set our expectations so high that we were going to say that he's a spectacular quarterback. He's a backup. This is who he is. What the fuck? He comes out this week to say, okay, we're starting him again. Why? 
Why are we starting him? What are we fucking doing, man? Are we going to pay Jameis or are we not? not. I, I don't think it doesn't look like we are. No. Yeah. Why? I think they've just been. I think they're just fed up with him. I don't think he's good enough to offset the shit that they've had to deal with. Otherwise, I you might be right, but it's it seems crazy to me that. that but the new coach in front office might have a different feeling. Well, that's the thing. That's what they're going to do. They're going to bring in a new coach to try to save Jameis. That's he's going to be here next year for sure. You think so? Oh yeah, because Dirk it's going to be it's it, Dirk Hunter's going to shoulder the blame for for the uh, the mismanagement of Jameis Winston, which let's be honest, he has. Because if you look, remember last year when he had that, he was clearly fucking hurt. And Dirk Cutter was running him out there. Like, what the fuck? Or what are you doing? Like, why? What? Sit him down. Put Fitzpatrick out there. And he finally did. And, and I think with the NFL, man, is it's such a boys club that I know that I know that the Bucks are not going to go outside the box to try to find a young up and coming coach like the Rams did or something like that. They're just going to go hire a fucking retread from some other team or go hire someone else's defensive Could coordinator be. or some bullshit. That and he's just gonna come in and maybe they'll have like a decent first year and we'll all get all excited and then the second year he'll fucking flame out, crash and burn, and then third year he'll be fired. And we'll be back here in three years discussing it again as the front office falls apart again, trying to sign big free agents and all that bullshit. The NFL is a retread Wasting league. My, Mike Talents. The NFL is a boys club and a retread <laughs> league, and the the, old, the one team that finally took a chance on somebody was the Rams when they hired Sean McVay from the Redskins. A young guy who hadn't been a head coach anywhere, and it worked out yeah. because they someone took a chance and didn't hire Jeff Fisher for the fifth time. We we did like, that in the recession times. We we took it we took a ticket on Raheem Morris. Yeah, our own guy promoting <laughs> promoting within that'll help the fan base. That worked you know, out really well last time. I liked you know say what you will about Shiano. I I like the idea of hiring him because I think they finally. Thought outside the box to get somebody, and they tried to get Chip Kelly, and they and they, they, they settled for Shiano. And I kind of I did I you say what you will about Shiano. That I thought, was a panic hire. I thought that if he would he he, <clears throat> I thought he had something for a little bit. He for there sure there was something did. there. Yeah. There was something there, and 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 he was trying to go Belichickian and 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 you know do things his own way, and the wheels fell off somewhere along the the way, and everybody decided that they hated. And him. Lovey but, was like a callback to the Super Bowl years. Lovey was a definite retread. Lovey was like to try to gain relevancy through big name. That's like that. That would be the. It was that. It was because he was part of the Super Bowl staff. That was like the Redskins hiring Joe Gibb. Back was in he the part day. of the Super Bowl staff or what? He was gone. He was gone right before then. Yeah, he went he, to go to the Bears. Yeah, the, you know, I'm sorry. He went to be the defensive coordinator. Of he the went Bears. to be the defensive coordinator for the Rams. Oh, that's and right. Then the Ram, and then they got he got hired from the Rams to the Bears, and then now he's. He's fucking but that was a bed. retread. That was like, oh, this guy went ten and six in Chicago all the time. We'd all love that, right? The defense is going to be great. Me, me, me. Then it wasn't. Not the case. Nope. No. Um. So I don't know. I don't know where you go. I think, uh, and this is, I'm, I'm finally starting to see this now. And I was wondering when I was going to start to see it, but now I'm finally seeing the. Uh, well, uh, you know. What's it gonna take to get these fans up in, up in arms to get these owners out of here? You know, let's we could we could just fire these owners. So like, fi finally, Bucks fans, we're firing upwards, right? We can't. We, <laughs> who we, who can we fire next? Let's fire the owners. <laughs> I, I got bad news for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you, but they own, they, they when it, when you, they own a team, that means that they that's, they have immunity. Okay, so think about your TV, right? Your TV can't fire you because it, it doesn't like being left on all night. 
because you know because you're a shitty TV. Owner. I own you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just you. It's it's up to you to to fucking be a better what? TV owner. When there'll always be another Glazer to take over. Yeah, I th- I think the Glazer kids need to get out the TV manual and fucking read up and and maybe hire somebody that knows how to make hire football someone decisions. different. If I hire a, a team president, I've seen someone say, "Oh, team president, what you know." What's that gonna do? It's just—it's something. What is it? What do we have to lose at this exactly. point? Exactly. We're a joke. Let's go. Let's hide to do something, right? I mean, it's hire it, a dog. I don't care. Like <laughs> somebody's got somebody. a dog is your DP coach. Fuck it, do it. I think they got to go, and I think I, I somebody's got, they're gonna bring in somebody to try to fix Winston next year. I think the that's other what team they're fumbles do. and they start the sidelines starts yelling, "Ball, ball!" and the dog runs out on the field like, yeah, 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 yeah. "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" 15-yard penalty, coach on the field. It looks like the challenge flag is on the field, and now the coach, the head coach is running around the field with the challenge flag. <laughs> <laughs> He's running second lap. They're, now they're trying to get him. Okay, the this teams are getting adorable. involved. This is, oh, now look at him. He's on his back. Yeah. Oh, this is precious. <laughs> Fifth, that, that's going to be a 15-yarder, though, for uh, a um, delay of game. We'd never be able to fire him. <laughs> Yeah, he's out there like grabbing the ball. The, the ball gets fumbled, and he's like, ah! <laughs> picks it up and runs with it. <laughs> it's my ball. No, you take. I only give. Yeah, let's hire a dog. Next head coach, a dog, right? What kind of dog? A lab, Labrador. They're smart. Collie, a collie, border border collie. Border they herd. Head coach. This is what they do. They herd. So that's how he gets. That's how he <laughs> coaches. <laughs> English bulldog is defensive coordinator. Yes. Yeah. Chihuahua's offensive coordinator. No, Greyhound. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Greyhound's got to be offensive. Yeah, Bulldog. No, Greyhound is wide receivers coach. Bull- yeah, get the Georgia Bulldog to be the defensive coordinator. Whoever that guy was. <laughs> who's that? Who's the Georgia Bulldog? Uga. Yeah, Uga. Yeah. Get him in there. You know, put him up in the booth. <laughs> they pan to him. He's just sitting there <laughs> with the glasses yeah. on, <laughs> the jowls. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally see that. Yeah, then you get the the Greyhound to be the the offensive coordinator. No, wide receivers coach. Wide receivers coach. Chihuahua's offensive coordinator. <laughs> and you get the Mastiff to be O line. Yeah. O line coach. Woof. Seriously though, um, it's uh, I I don't I think if Dirk Cutter's not going to run Jameis Winston out there, it's it it's going to start to be a problem with ownership, and that's. That's how I can see him getting fired midseason, and is for for uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick to go out there this game against the Giants and go out there and throw another five interceptions or turn the ball over another five times, and they and they still stick with him after that week. That's when ownership's going to be like, okay, listen, if you're not going to put Jameis Winston out there, we're going to find someone that will, and they're going to try to save them, and they're going to. It's going to take a coach. I I honestly think that if 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 they can bring a coach in that can just Sit him down in a room, fucking clockwork orange style, and uh, you know play play game highlights and, and and electroshock therapy him every time like he yeah. sees a three man yeah. coverage, fucking and to get him to fucking stop and take a check down. Then maybe they can save him. Maybe he, his career might be able to be salvaged if if they can just teach him to to take a sack, throw the ball away in the rain. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking, you know, singing in the rain. <laughs> Something, something like that. That movie's so fucked up. I know. Glorious feeling. I'm happy. Look, Jameis Winston's just used to a little ultra violence. He needs to, uh, and he's calmed down. Some milk plus, a little milk plus, and you know, 
My eggy wags. <laughs> that movie. That movie is so fucked up, and it fucks with your whole like who because there's nobody to root for in the movie. You're no. kind of, and you're rooting for the bad guy. It's kind. Of, it's it's like, uh, Stanley Kubrick, you motherfucker. How did that movie end? He's like in the hospital or something. He's in the like, hospital, and you don't really uh, like you. You start. You don't really know if he actually changed. Exactly. Or not. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Like at the, it, I forget. He's I, just put on the act just to get out or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I forget now, but it's because he talks to that that one guy comes to talk to him, and he's like, "Oh yes, I'm very reformed." Like. <laughs> yeah, basically, James, yeah. James Winston. Yeah. <laughs> the new coach comes to talk to James. He's like getting hand fed eggs or right. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, uh, so, so, uh, uh, and then, okay. J- why, why does Jason Light need to be fired? Because Chandler Cananzaro should have been showing the fucking door after the Browns game. Hey kid, thanks for making, thanks for winning us the game. Get the fuck out of here. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Okay. <laughs> but the fact that he's remained on the roster is, oh God. So now Kyrie Santos has came in and, and he's, he's like, he's like, I don't care about the curse. Right, but that's dude, really not going to backfire when you start missing kicks. <laughs> listen to this. I don't know if this is good or bad. I don't really follow kickers as far as what their practices are supposed to look like. But he went to Raymond James Stadium today, and he was 32 of 35 for kicks. Wouldn't you think he'd be 35 of 35? I would hope. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that seem like? Okay, what were those? What were the uh, were those misses? You know, what were three misses? Was it? Were they from really long distance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on there? Were those know. extra points? I, I really like hope that. they weren't extra points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and plus, it, if you're a GM and you drafted your uh, a first overall uh, Heisman winning quarterback and he's sitting on the bench. It's really not looking not too good, good for you. Yeah, not a real and good sign. And all the free agents that you've signed that haven't panned out. Michael yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Alteron Werner. <sighs> I don't disagree. Remember when we cut Darrell Reeves for no reason? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Remember yeah. That? that was fun. That was good. Um, Big fan. That was late, wasn't it? Yeah, sure was. That was uh, the Lovey Smith era. Yeah, that was Lovey came in and was like, no, there's always a place in my defense for a guy like Darrell Reeves. And like a week later, Darrell Reeves was cut. Oh, look at all the oh, we got George Johnson and and Anthony Collins and Michael Johnson Werner and yeah Mike yeah Michael Johnson sorry oh boy look at all the guys we got fucking scrub ass motherfuckers just like Vinnie Curry and, and Bo Allen who gives a fuck Chris Baker fuck these guys and Chris Baker fuck all these guys you, we we fucking suck Ryan Jensen worked out yeah he's yeah. good yeah but we still can't we can't find an interior guard Caleb Benedox fucking sucks Ali Marpet Ryan Jensen that's about it. And like put all his fucking um, eggs in one basket by drafting so much offense, and it worked out. The offense is good when they can put it in the end zone, right. but it's but the defense has suffered because the defense has no no secondary whatsoever. It's a bad team. I mean, he drafted Hargraves, but the guy couldn't stay healthy. And when he was healthy, he wasn't playing to his strengths or his potential or whatever you want to call it. Just bad, man. Bad all around. Bad, bad, bad fucking bad. another bad era of Bucks football. Yeah, and it's just it's par for the course what we're used to seeing. I mean, let's play your game. Let's play the game. The Bucks anymore? Yeah, let's play the game. Well, this is a football game, and and I don't know. You're 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 in football. You're you're you're. Can you? If I were to ask you, like, to name the starting quarterbacks for each NFL team, you could probably. I can name them. We could probably sit here and do it, right? Yeah. 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 I, mean, I think that's that's fair to say, um, but you watch you you tend to watch a lot of football. So I watch college a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but this this more has to do with pro football, and this is something that I tend to pick up on. And I don't know if any if everybody else is like me, 
Um, but we're, we're going to play a little game with Anthony, and I want you guys to play uh, along at home. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little soundbite for you. And this soundbite is going to be your the uh, the quarterback's pre-snap cadence. So okay. basically the ready! Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. So I'm going to play it. I'll, what I'm going to do is I'll play it for you once. And then I'll read off. I'm, uh, because this the way that the website gives it is you have to guess, but I'll give you multiple choice. So it'll okay. make it a little easier. Um, so I'll, I'll play it once. I'll read off the three possible quarterbacks that it could be. And then you and then I'll play it one more time. And then you tell me okay. who you think it is. All right, cool. All right, so there's there's a total of ten of them. All right, one uh, and and okay. So let's play. Let's let's start with number one. Do so you know the answers already? I got the answers okay. right here. Okay. So this is number one. A little, little tough, a little tough to get, right? Is that a Andy Dalton, B Tom Brady, or C Philip Rivers? I'll play it again. What are the choices? The choices are Andy Dalton, Tom Brady, or Philip Rivers. I'm going to go with Dalton. Uh, that is incorrect. That would be Tom Brady. Really? Yeah. But I, now when you <laughs> kind of see it in your head, That's right? That's a shitty sound by Yeah, it is. This is yeah. one of the worst ones. Yeah. Let's go to number two. Okay. This is, uh, this is number two. So, is that A, Drew Brees, B, Matt Ryan, or C, Cam Newton? Matt Ryan. That is Cam Newton. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This is, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I, would, yeah. I don't think I'd be able to do this either. Um, all right. Here's number three. This is this number three. is a little, I, I'd be surprised if you got this. Tough. I'll play that again. So is that A, Derek Carr, B, Blake Bortles, or C, Aaron Rodgers? Bortles. That is Derek Carr. <laughs> I don't know what any of these guys sound like when they're talking normally. I know. <laughs> okay, let's, let's let's go to let's go to number four. So that's it. That's it. Is that A, Kirk Cousins, B, Eli Manning, or C, Russell Wilson? Kirk Cousins. God, you're, 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 you're fucking dying over here. It's, it's, that, that was Eli this Manning. Is, I don't like this game. I, know. <laughs> I can barely understand it. I know. You got to kind of just know the, the you got to. Okay. Let's try this one. Try Give this one a shot. Was that? A. Ben Roethlisberger, B. Ryan Tannehill, or C. Andrew Luck. Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Hey, you got it. You got it. If you give me a Ryan Tannehill one, I would have fucking. I know. Come over <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six. Number six. Let's 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 give this one a shot. So that was a little easier, saying, right? Obviously, a team that's in prime time a lot. So, was that Jared Goff, 
Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Okay. okay. This it all sounds the same. It just sounds like grown men yelling. How about, like, how about, how about this one, Anthony? Oh, fuck. Well, that would be Jam- that would be <laughs> that would be James Winston. <laughs> you don't even do that, yeah. yeah that's such a distinguished yeah, fucking one. As soon as I heard, I'm like, oh yeah. All, the, all everybody else sounds like normal white guy quarterback, and then you get blue it. You can just hear his voice. Yeah. In it. Oh boy. He's the only quarterback I know what his voice sounds like. I know like. that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, it's that's tough. I mean, I think if you're a fan of the team, it'd be it, Yeah, it's different. You have yeah. to watch a lot of football. Right. Uh so we only got 3 left. Let's let's get through these. So here's number 8. So I'll play that one again. Was it that sounds like a Street Fighter character before? It was like a charge-up <laughs> kick or something like that. Was that Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford or Mitchell Trubisky? I'll go with Stafford. Yeah, well, it was Aaron Rodgers. So, Jonathan, I hope you got that one. All right, last two. Uh, here's number nine. What the fuck? I know. Was that Joe Flacco, Matt Ryan, or uh, Alex Smith? Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. Very good. I think I've heard him yell out audibles before he throws 70-yard touchdowns yeah. on the Bucks enough. So, And then finally, number 10 from the AFC. This was, this was a tough one because nobody watches this team. <laughs> Is that Andrew Luck, Baker Mayfield, or Phillip Rivers? Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers. I think I was like a Bucks kicker on that. Like I was like four for ten or something like that. (laughs) This was this was most obvious. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it so many times. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Blue Eddie! Blue Eddie! Blue Eddie! (laughs) Okay, what else? Is that I think that's Blue Eddie! Blue Eddie! What's Ryan what's Fitz what's Fitzpatrick's? Thing. Uh, let's, let's see what his. Let's see what his. Now I'm gonna be yelling is. blue eighty all the fucking time. That's I'm, like, a lot of around. meat, son. Wow, that was that was was that a Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> B, Roger Staubach, Robert Staubach, or C, Tony Romo. I'm gonna go with Hank Hill. Yeah, you would be correct. Yeah, you'll be correct. Okay, all right, all right. Let's call that a show. Um, blue eighty. <laughs> what would yours be, Kyle? Uh, I don't know. Do it. Can I get a? Can you do a quarterback cadence? Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, I'd do it in my car. I'd be like, uh, let's see. Uh, Green nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> right. You gotta have a blue twenty-two. What? So what does any of this shit mean? Right. Like they're all saying they're all. It's 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 a snap count. <laughs> Yeah, but I know that I know that they go you either go on go or go on a certain word. But why like. why say blue eighty? I don't. It's just blue it, it means something to the guys on the team. That's but he all. says it every time, right? Blue eighty. Nice and hot. How do you do a silent count? How does that work? I never. Figured. They uh, they just they just get up there. I think it's like uh, they say it in the. Uh, Sometimes it'll be like. 
three seconds after I tap your ass. Yeah, or, or it's, yeah. A hand, it's a some it's like a hand motion or a stomp or. Yeah. Well, you see in college all the time they do like the clap. Yeah, right? yeah, Clemson like they do like Kelly Bryant will do like the or Trevor Lawrence like the yeah. Or sometimes they'll do like the lift the leg thing, or or like tap the helmet, or. But I have seen in in the pros that there's, they do just regular the uh, the the quarterback just goes back there shotgun and just balls get snaps and he's like oh wow okay, so they must know it must be like okay count count three Mississippi and then snap the ball right after you get lined up, so and then everybody knows because so I think the silent count has to be on the center. So right. the center is the one who's controlling the action. That, yeah. yeah. So everybody looks at the center. To, so when the ball moves, then everybody. Gets I mean, the people end. talk about how loud it is, and yeah, it's loud. But like a lot of the time, the quarterback could probably just lean in and be like, or can probably yell loud enough that the center, or like something distinctive enough that the center can hear him. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, 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 like that blue eighty shit. Like blue eighty. Like who else is yelling blue eighty? Like. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I mean, how, how loud can it really be down there that you can't hear anybody? Oh, like. <laughs> Did you see this this week? Um, it's got a little bit of publicity. Um, Jared Goff, his pre-snap. What's his preset? Listen to this. Oh, is this going to be a fucking NFL primetime thing? Come on. Come on. Jumped up to a really next level of quarterbacking from where he was. I mean, it's really impressive to watch. You hear that? No. It's too so low. Listen again. Let's see if I can turn this up. Is it Halle Berry? It is Halle Berry. Halle Berry. I heard it that way. There was a few other, like, uh, I mean, I fucking remember that Peyton, Man Peyton Manning became a meme. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> funniest, funniest pre-snap cadences. Oh, I love this. <laughs> you want to film it? Now, do you hear it? Ready? Yeah. Touchdown. That's big time. What's up? There's one that. You been watching film, huh? Yeah, watch this. Street, street, street. Drag, 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 drag. Red Polly, Red Polly. Blue Poncho, Blue Poncho. <laughs> Monday, 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 Monday. To be the offensive line coach, and that's now what, what he's doing. At a certain point, you just start saying random shit. Hey, 53. No, I'm not the one. Brooklyn. I'm not the one. I think Tony Tony Romo has one that's like that was funny. In fact, God, Romo's a motherfucker. Watch the backside of runs sometimes. More often than not, with these zone schemes, they tell you whether the play will be successful or not. Yeah, dilly dilly. This is. Oh, so these were the, the, that was another one we had on our quiz. Tony the Roethlisberger. Now you hear it, right? Yeah, no, well, I got that one right. Yeah. <laughs> Able to create the takeaways the way that they oh, did. Here's Aaron Rodgers. Earlier in the year. I know Stafford. Second and 11. He's got that country fucking draw because he's from Georgia. 
So I was like, why did they kind of heard that in Roger going to? Fuller in the other corner has not seen that much action, but Amukamara has seen plenty in this first half. <laughs> it all means something. It does, yeah. What I've heard is that what, what they're doing, or it's it's a it, the call. Or that particular audible changes every week. Right. Of so this week it's Kardashian. Next week it's fucking Dilly Dilly. Or yeah. yeah. That's, uh, it's, it's I remember um, if at uh, like certain college teams, they would just hold up signs like with different combinations oh, right, of yeah. pictures and stuff like that. It'd be like zebra fucking microphone or whatever. Like, and, then, and the team would just look over, look at that sign and be like, oh, OK, we're doing that play. Oh, they still like, do that, yeah. right? They, they, they like, hold, yeah, they hold up those crazy, those yeah, crazy the, signs. The, the teams that would go fast, like teams that would do not all no yeah. offenses, they would do that because all they'd have to do is like run down and look over. And whatever combination of weird symbols they had would be the play that they were running. Because That's a lot right. of those offenses were options. So it was like you can either throw it or run it, depending on the read. Yeah. So it was just, we just need to play. Just keep it going. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, next week, no show. Or uh, I might do like a, a little show, maybe an abbreviated show. But where, where are you going to? Going to Texas next oh, week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm leaving Wednesday. All right, man. Yeah, so I'll probably maybe Tuesday, if I get if I get time on Tuesday. Deep in the heart of Texas. You take you do any any, any Texan, it's uh, it's fucking it's real. So I'm going to Texas next week. You going to Austin or San Antonio, oh. Austin, and um, go to Torchies. Yeah, I'm going. To, uh, dude, we're going. It's, it's gonna be great. Um, so I'm gonna I'll try I'll try to record a show on Tuesday and then release that. Around Wednesday ish, probably not Thursday. It's it's fucking it's it's a bl- it's, if you release a show on Thanksgiving weekend, it's a fucking black hole. Nobody listens because no, because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's you might as well not release a show. We're twenty three so. next week too. So oh really? Yeah, happy my happy birthday is on Thanksgiving. Oh shit, really? Yeah. You are one of those? Oh look at you, holiday birthday. Yeah, me too. January first. Yeah. Yeah, you're, see, if sometimes I don't have to deal with That's my birthday true, on yeah. holiday, but you you always got to deal with your birthday on it's holiday. All, but your birthday's always holiday adjacent, right? It's always, yeah, it's like, always yeah, close. Yeah. It's always a Thursday in November most of the time. Is that... I know so many people with holiday birthdays. It's fucking unbelievable. A I, lot of babies are born between October and January. Is that what it is? Yeah. My niece was, was born on Thanksgiving, so around the, around the same time as you. Holy shit, yeah. I my nephew was born three days after me. Okay. My niece was born in October. My dad was born in October. My brother was born in October. My sister was born in October. My mother was born in October. Wow. Yeah, October's a busy month for us. <laughs> and now I think about it. My mom was born in December. Fucking my grandma was born in January. I was born in January. Yeah. It's just, just when you get it done, man. Anyway. It's when, you get, when you're getting you it in. Babies. Yeah, it's getting that summertime, summer loving yeah. in. And then nine months later, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I'll I'll, tr- I'll, I'll, tr- I'll try to record something uh, Tuesday after the Giants. I I did actually. I sat down with a friend of the show, Derek Shorpel, to, for his little game recap for Buck and Nuts, uh, for uh, Buck Bucks Nation for yeah, SB so Nation Bucks. So give that a listen. It's old as fuck now. So <laughs> he's re- he's actually re- he's releasing another one. So I'll I'll try to do that again. It was fun going on with him. I feel like I got it. I was, and now I came to this show more informed about the game, right? So. Right. 
I had no. I hadn't even watched highlights. You didn't miss anything, and yeah. you're not gonna miss anything this week. We're playing the Giants, and if we don't, if we don't beat the Giants, which we probably won't, then it's it, it's gonna get so bad if we don't beat the Giants. Especially, we should have beat the, the Redskins. We could have beaten the the Giants, and then we got uh, uh, San we Francisco the Giants after that. San Francisco at home. So like, boom, boom, boom. We could have won those three games, and suddenly here we are. And that Washington game was easily winnable. Even at the even at it was three minutes left in the game when we were we were in our red zone, uh, about to score a touchdown, and Ryan Fitzpatrick fumbles it. If he makes that touchdown, suddenly you've got you have all your timeouts plus a two minute warning to get the ball back. Um, so even even down to that point, it was winnable, and we fucked it up. Um, bad football team. I award you no points. Poorly coached. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was Happy Mad or uh, Oh yeah, Happy, Happy Madison. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. <laughs> Abby Madison's a production company. Yeah. How, why do I know that? I don't know. You okay. blew it. Okay, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy I don't Thanksgiving. see you. Uh, happy birthday, Anthony. Thank to you, you. Of course, 20, 25, tw- 35 years old. Wow. 42. It's been a, it's been a long 56. run. 56 years old. 65. 60, 67 years 79. old. Dead at the age Dead. of 80. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll give you. I'll, get, I'll, I'll say 95. Stan Lee. You had a good Stanley run. Speaking of which, stay tuned for the after show. I think the rest of you could live to ninety five, but your liver's looking at like maybe like forty two. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 tall too. I'm six five, so I'm I'm looking I'm looking at early death. I'm looking at, at you know probably Let's don't talk about that, man. Right around seventies, seventies, late seventies, I think. I want us to rock back and forth in a fucking. It'd be nice at the old folks' home. Me, you, and Nick, and no, still have this podcast on episode like. 10,500 or something. I have a, we still I have, have a, 100 viewers a week. Most of them are dead. I have a history so sorry, of man, a we downloaded to their phones that their families haven't turned off yet. Heart <laughs> issues in my family. It's going gonna, it's gonna to end early for old Kyle. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. Too much drinking. That's project. true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 modern medicine, right? Okay, yeah, modern I'm, medicine. Plus, I work out a lot. So, you know, heart's, heart's strong. It's going strong, guys. Okay, I don't want anybody to work. All right. Uh, that was worth it. <laughs> I am Kyle. For now, I'm Anthony. Uh, And and that's Nicholas. Goodbye. <laughs> better now better now i watched the king of the hill clip the other day where boom Hauer starts like going on about the fragility of life and stuff like that <laughs> if he doesn't like his boom Hauer way he's like dang old dang old repercussions man dang old <laughs> you never seen that before no. <laughs> oh it's so good it? it's like boom Hauer, uh there's not really like it was on Twitter, so I don't know if it's on you, but he just like talks about life and death. <laughs> How's he end it with? Just boom, how are life and death, maybe, or life. Where's my stomach? Nah, probably not gonna come up. Are you put boom house? <laughs> yeah, dust in the wind. There we go. Dang old dust in the wind, man. I'll tell you what.
Like five thousand miles away, man. Ain't nobody see it. Nobody don't don't even happen. You know, the baby's born into this world, and they don't don't got any friends. Got no nothing but to go come in and find out all about them. No evil, man. Man, see, like you don't even know, man. We gonna. It's like you're born into this world, man. And you got like it's like this, man. The dust in the wind, man. Or like a dang old candle in the wind, man. You gonna, it don't matter, man. It's all the old, old, these old times. You know what I think, man? Like that dang old, I think, therefore you are, man. Well, that's what we tell ourselves, isn't it, Boomhauer? <laughs> that's one of my favorite characters from any show. Oh, ever. my God, he's yeah. the best. Yeah. <laughs> and they gave away his name in the last show. He was a te- he was a cop the whole time. Yeah. He was a Texas Ranger. Yeah. That's That was his job. That's... Uh, Dang old, but dang old dust in the wind, man. I'll tell you what, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dang old internet porn, man. You know, go up there and click, 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 things you downloaded off the internet oh yeah so like when instead of like hearing the windows start sound <laughs> it'd be like homer simpson be like to start blip, press any key where's the any key <laughs> or it's it, like it, it, would, it would be stuff like that that like if you I, I don't know i just remember that was like a thing back in the day that people would do that and I was Ball. Like, yeah <laughs> basically yeah you'd open the you'd start <laughs> have you ever seen the uh um the doom where like he makes like he does an entire doom with tim allen's face no, and it's in no. the entire soundtrack is just tim allen going uh? <laughs> that is some genius shit my friend that's what this generation is lacking we don't we, we don't there's nobody there's nobody thinking outside the box when it comes to their video games rockstar just releases a game and like all right sure is, is mike judge one of the most underappreciated people Oh yeah, ever I think, in absolutely. terms of like creativity and stuff like that. Yes, dude. Look yeah. at look at the um, Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill. Went, King of the Hill went for thirteen seasons, bro. They had two hundred thirty episodes. Yeah, uh, that's like one of the most underrated animated shows ever. Not only that, but uh, Office Space. He's responsible yeah. for cre- creating Office Space, and then also Idiocracy. Yeah, like he's those, hit on a lot of things. Like he's kind of he's he manages to. I don't know. There's a couple other things that he has his hand in that you're like, oh shit, Mike Judge is involved in that. It's like, yeah, <clears throat> he's a uh, he's our generation Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about Stanley dying. Really? Yeah, not really. He's an old man. He had a good run. It didn't hit me that hard either. No, I was he like, was oh. old. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if people were like, oh my god. I'm like, yeah. It wasn't he, like Robin Williams. Or he anything. was fucking 95. He was. We all knew he was like a matter of time. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's sad that he's gone. I mean, sad, I mean. I mean, constantly it was like. Um, there was always like fake articles about his death coming out and yeah. stuff like that, like on Facebook. <laughs> you know what I like to see now is. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like she broke a couple of ribs and oh, yeah. had to go she to the fell hospital. In court, didn't she? Something yeah. like no, she, like she, in her like chambers, in her private oh, okay. chamber, she like fell, broke a rib. But apparently that's happened before. And like one of the things that I saw on Reddit was like Ruth Bader Ginsburg passes her house every morning on the way to work. It's <laughs> 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 like son of a bitch. Uh, Stanley though, R.I.P. 
forever. He's gone forever. No more Spider-Man. That's it. Yep, it's all over now. That's why I can't release new Avengers. <laughs> people are like reacting like there's yeah, the just it's over. Yeah. No, he he has this, he's had nothing to do with it for the for well, he's not, not nothing to do with but it. But he hasn't created anything in a long time. It's yeah, but he's created. I mean, God, I, that's why I'm not sad. The man, look at what the man has created. Just he's done. I so mean, him and him and Jack Kirby. But yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah right. Not to not to stomp on the the dead man's. Where Jack Kirby's like, Great, you son of a bitch! Yeah, <laughs> Jack Kirby's I'm pretty sure is dead. Is he? He's got to be. Did Stanley kill him? Yeah. He was gonna come out and be like, "I created all that, Stan." <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> He's stepping out of the shadows like uh, Willem Dafoe and, and uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> this is gonna be your last cameo, Stan. Have we talked about before the whole uh, Watcher theory that that uh, Stanley is actually the a uh, Watcher? And uh, or yeah. I think it's like I think the, we talked about it one time because he's always appearing in all the movies, no matter where the yeah. movie's taking place and all yeah. that. Yeah, and then he's there because there is a legit character in the Marvel universe called like the Observer, though I think it's the Watcher, and he just watches. That's all he does. What was he your shows. favorite cameo of his? Oh, I can't even remember all of them. They're I think all, Homecoming was honestly pretty funny. What was that? Where like Peter stops that guy from breaking into his own car because it's locked. And, and the we, alarm goes off, and Stanley's like, "Don't make me come down there, you punk!" Or what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, every time I see him in the movie, it's like, "Oh, there he is." Yeah, there's Stanley. Yeah, what? yeah, it's a Marvel movie. Was he in Infinity Wars? Yeah, I think he had to. Have I'm been, sure right? he was. Yeah. yeah. When he's maybe one, maybe I mean, he, it was always a cool little moment, but it also always took me out of the movie too. Yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, God bless him. I mean, it's Stan yeah. fucking Lee. You gotta, you gotta. It's, it's I mean, he created all of this with. Jack they gonna start CGIing CGI him in now? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the next thing. No, I think the, I, I would hope that in Infinity Wars Part Two they pay some kind of nice tribute to I'm him. I'm sure at the end there'll be something. Yeah, like Thanos couldn't bring one back or something. I don't know. Dinosaur that man. would be his. That would be awful if that was his like planned cameo was to be one of the people dissolving. And what was his, <laughs> what was his appearance in Infinity Wars? Now now I gotta know. Oh, he's the bus driver? Oh, I don't remember that at all. Okay, okay rest in peace, Sp Spider-Man or whatever. Who died? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <coughs> Spider-Man died like a hero. And then he also became a, a second hero to, um, I don't know. Should we start this show? Should we? I mean, should we end this after show? This quote-unquote after show. Do you have anything else that you'd like to talk about when it comes to... The world. The world at large. Nothing's really happened this week. Nope, it's been kind of a quiet week. Let's do it. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed the show. We love you guys. <laughs>